This is Charles Adler Tonight On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to Charles Adler live weekday nights on 980 CKW Vancouver, 770 CHQR Calgary, 630 Ched Edmonton, 680 CJOB Winnipeg, 640 Toronto, 980 London, and live on the Radio Player app. What are my chances? Not good. You mean not good like one out of a hundred? I'd say more like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah! All right, there's always a chance, right? Even if you're looking for love in all the wrong places and maybe you're having a lonely Valentine's Day do not give up hope, and my next guest is here to help you with some advice, too. She's one of Canada's top dating coaches, Chantelle Hyde. Uh, she's, her website is canadasdatingcoach.com. She's written a whole series of uh, best-selling books on romance and dating. I'm very pleased to welcome her on Valentine's Day. Hey, Chantelle. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You could not have picked a better intro. <laughs> is that, you like that? That's Dumb and Dumber. Remember that scene? recognized it right away. Oh, yes. And everybody has got a one in a million chance. Yeah, that's right. So one in a million. <laughs> you got a chance. All right. Uh, first of all, tell me what a dating coach, does that mean uh, Does that mean you're a matchmaker? Do you match people up or do you just give people advice? I teach people how to fish. How to fish? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if I only teach people how to get into a relationship, I've failed. I, I actually teach them how to change their mindset so that it really works the next time. And when you get into a relationship, there's baggage that's going to come up. I also teach them how to work through the baggage so that they can stay in the relationship. Okay, that's very important. Let's talk about Valentine's Day, Chantel. So, you know, as a, as a, a day in the year on the calendar, what does Valentine's Day to mean to you as a, as a dating coach? I mean, this has got to be a kind of, a, I, for some people, maybe a stress-filled day. I mean, how would you describe it? As, as a dating coach, um, yeah. I, well, I mean, not for me personally, but I do see that. I, I see there's so much disappointment that happens around this day, and I see all the stuff on Facebook, and women are buying themselves flowers. And so there's, there's just there's so much expectation and hope that's around this day. Okay, what if you're in a, in a new relationship uh, compared to someone who's maybe in an established relationship? They've been together for a few years. How, how does Valentine's Day mean in, in those situations? New relationships, Valentine's Day is supercharged because it mm. actually means we're hitting landmarks. Like we're, you know, we're getting, we're getting the first Christmas, we're getting the first Valentine's Day and the second Christmas and the second Valentine's Day. And, and it kind of, it means that you're kind of standing the test of time. Um, and then after a while, when you're in an established relationship, that's when it either becomes something that you just traditionally celebrate in the same old way year after year and you kind of count on this one day to be more special than the rest or it becomes a day where there's so much disappointment swimming around it because women might spend the whole year hoping their husband's going to make this day special and he's kind of spending the whole year hoping she's not going to make a big deal out of it. All right. What if? What about if you have a partner who has zero interest in celebrating Valentine's Day, and maybe the other per, the other partner is more interested? What do you do then? Mm-hmm. You do what I do. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> you make it a gift to let the day go. <laughs> so, okay. But the thing is, you have to observe the behavior 364 days a year. Like, I can do that with my husband because, you know, there's two things that's going on. One, I'm respecting him and his mentality, and, you know, he's, he's, he's one of those don't-tell-me-what-to-do kind of people, and that's what his reaction is to that day is, I'm not going to make this day special just because people tell me it has to be special. So I'm respecting his mindset, but he treats me really, 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 and I mean really well, 364 days a year. I have zero complaints with this man. He kisses me every morning, and he, he, it's, it's, they're nice kisses. So, <laughs> you know, my gift to him that actually makes him appreciate me more is me giving a pass on that day. And when there's appreciation in a relationship, you are winning in all kinds of ways. Okay, how about if a Valentine's Day rolls around and maybe people go through a routine? I mean, the, you know, the flowers, the heart-shaped box of chocolates or something, or is there, is there a way that uh, for couples to just do something a little different? You got any ideas there? Yeah, I got a lot of ideas there. You know, um, like if you're a younger, newer couple and you want to do something, well, any couple really, and you just, you just want to get out of the box, you want to do something different, don't do the dinner and the flowers. Keep the sex part after. But, you know, go do something that gets your adrenaline jumping, that gets you laughing, and that gets you doing something that's not usual. And a couple of suggestions that I had, I actually wrote a blog about this. Um, I wrote an article saying this dating coach says you need to dump Valentine's Day um, just because it is just kind of getting stale. So go do those indoor trampolines, go do some rock climbing, have friends write something, you know, like an activity on a piece of paper and fold it up and toss it in a bowl and then pick something out of the bowl and you don't know what you're going to do. And it just kind of, it gets you working together, it gets some teamwork going, it gets you out of your box, and it gives you something to talk, to talk about after. Okay, I'm speaking to Chantel Hyde, Canada's CanadasDatingCoach.com. All right, Chantel, how about some uh, general dating tips for everybody out there who's always looking for some advice? This is kind of your bread and butter, your area of expertise, getting out and meeting new people, getting the ball rolling. What are some general tips for people? Because I, I talk to a young... Thank goodness I'm married, too. I don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. <laughs> but when I do speak to some younger people, they, they'll tell you it's jungle out there. It's tough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially nowadays, too, because you have you know a lot of confusion going on um, yeah. with males wondering what am I supposed to do now because they're uncertain if their behavior is going to turn into a backlash. Uh -huh. um, so one thing, I work a lot with women and I tell them you need to let the males know that you are interested uh -huh. because men, they've you know, there's kind of like this, this once burned, twice shy kind of thing that's going on where they're predisposed to assume women are flirting with them. Women are predisposed to under-assuming men are flirting with them. And there's a biological reason for this. And it's so that men will try and try because they're the seed planters and they should. Their fertility cycle is on 24-7. Women's fertility cycle is off and then on. And so women sort of they approach things a little bit more cautiously and men tend to be or supposed to be more brazen and, and look for those opportunities and try to find them. And so 
what happens is women are thinking men are supposed to come talk to them, but in fact women are supposed to let men know that they're available. So I, I always mm-hmm. say to women, there are men everywhere, and I mean everywhere. Like I will walk down the street and I will pass somebody. Like there are literally men all over the place. So when you see somebody that makes your heart jump, that gets the butterflies going, you need to go up and start a conversation. And I teach them something that I call the hit-and-run flirting technique. And it's, it kind of goes back to those days when women would drop a handkerchief to let a male know <laughs> that they were interested, and you pick it up and say, is this yours, madame? And then he would ask her out. So drop the handkerchief. When you see somebody, go up to him. Give him a light touch because it breaks that physical bubble. Break the bubble. Give him a light touch. It'll get some oxytocin going. It'll make him feel a little bit excited. And, and say hi, and then state the obvious. So he's wearing cool socks. Oh, those are really cool socks. Where'd you get them? He smells nice. Wow, you smell so good. What's that cologne? And then have a little exchange. Do you come here often? Are you from around here? That's it. Look at your watch. I really wish I could stay, but I have something I need to get to. Can I give you my number or my email address? And why don't you give me a call or send me an email, and we'll get together for a coffee. Hit and run. Wow. Let him know you're interested. Let him know you're into him. And if he's into you, he'll come after you. But a woman shouldn't chase. It's the man's job to chase. It's the woman's job to let him know she's receptive. Okay, I wa- Chantel, I wonder how many guys are listening right now saying, I wish this would happen to me. It never does. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to change that. Yeah, I know. Okay. Now, what about, um, that's very, that's really interesting. I mean, uh, now that's kind of obviously a, a face-to-face meeting, but so much of dating happens online these days, right? Like, or, or through texting or through dating, dating sites, that kind of thing. What kind of tips are like, let's talk about texting, for example, right? What kind of texting rules do you give your clients? Well, be reciprocal, mm-hmm. but don't chase. So there's two different types of males out there, and I, I work mostly with women. So there's, there's two different kinds of males. There's guys, selfish, short-term thinkers, and they're fun if you just want fun, no strings attached. When you want a relationship, you want a man. So if you have to chase as a woman, if you have to chase after somebody, they're not as interested in you as you are in them. So that's short-term. So if you're really going to chase after them, do it for no strings. But if you want a relationship, then do the hit and run, let people know that you're available, and then see who comes after you. And then be reciprocal. So don't overdo it. Don't go out on one or two dates and then send them a big, long text about how you see forever in his eyes. Um, Don't send him three texts in a row. Do answer for answer. And do tone for tone. Hmm. Okay, Chantel Hyde is my guest, CanadasDatingCoach.com. Chantel, do you think um, people are too picky these days that maybe with the, the advent of online dating and people looking at perfect photos and just mm-hmm. looking for like a perfect profile uh, online or something that people are just looking for perfection now and people are too picky? Yeah, and, and we also have people that are kind of getting later on in their years and and they're going at it again. They're in their 40s and they're like, I'm not going to give up on everything that I want. I've sacrificed things in these past relationships and I'm not going to do that again. And what they do is they build this wall around them. 
and they're not going to make themselves available. They're not going to get into a relationship unless it ticks off, ticks off every single box on their list, which is unrealistic because mm-hmm. in every relationship there's compromise in every personality melding. There's some compromise that's going on. And if you have zero compromise stepping into, stepping into the dating scene, that doesn't bode well for you in terms of being able to play the law of averages. Okay, Chantel, here's what I'm going to do. I'll jump in there. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and talk more with Chantel Hyde. It's our special Valentine's Day segment here on dating. She's one of Canada's top dating coaches, canadasdatingcoach.com. She's written a series of best-selling books on dating and romance. So here's what I'm going to do. Throw the phone lines open. Hmm. It's Valentine's Day. Maybe you've had a wonderful Valentine's and you're you're in a committed relationship or you've you've got, you're in a great romance now you got nothing to worry about everything's great. Maybe you've had kind of a lonely Valentine's Day or you're in a troubled relationship you're trying to figure out the signals from someone that you're interested in or maybe you're trying to figure out how to get back into the dating scene yourself you're looking for some tips for success. You want to talk to Chantel cuz she's one of the experts in Canada on this topic, all right? So here are the phone numbers to call. Here it is, toll-free all across Canada on Valentine's Day. Here it is, 1-877-399-9898. That's 1-877-399-9898. If you're in the Metro Vancouver area, you can phone locally here, 604-280-9898, 604-280-9898, star-9898. On your cell, Chantel Hyde, Canada's datingcoach.com is my guest. Your calls to her when we come back. Mike Smith in for Charles. Stick around. All right. Welcome back. This is Mike Smith in for Charles Adler tonight on Valentine's Day. And it's our special Valentine's Day segment with Chantel Hyde, Canada's datingcoach.com. She's written some uh, fantastic books on dating and romance in, uh, in Canada. Chantel, let's talk a little bit about, you had some amazing tips there for, for women out there. And you're saying that women have got to uh, initiate conversations with guys. A bit, a bit more. I'm sure every guy listening is like, yes, great advice. Uh, what about men out there? Um, what, what mistakes are guys making? Do you think, do you think, do you think men are just, I don't know. Do you think men are just getting a little bit too, too scared these days to approach girls? What or what? Well, I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and I mean, you see it online a lot right now too. There's, I, I don't know about you, but I'll go on Facebook and, and there's men going, I mean, what can you do now? Like, they literally don't know what to do anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's, here's my advice for you men. If you're a gentleman, you're not going wrong. My husband, um, we've been together for 12 years, and even 12 years ago, he, you know, he's an unassuming man. Um, and so before he kissed me, he said, can I kiss you? Before he touched me, he said, can I touch you? Until I told him he could stop. So if you're not sure, then ask. Mm-hmm. And by all means, go up to every woman that piques your interest. Have that hit-and-run kind of conversation. Just make it short and sweet because really chemistry, I mean, you know before your mouth even opens if there's an interest in each other. So if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. So go and speak to the women, see if they're interested, have a little conversation. Say, you know what, I'd, I'd like to, and, and don't make it a dinner. Don't even make mm. it a coffee. Say, 
you know, you seem really great. I, I'd like to hang out with you sometime. Do you, do you want to go for a walk mm. at this particular place? Like, pick something that looks interesting. And I always recommend that the first couple dates be super cheap dates because the only question that you need to ask yourself during this date is, do I want to see this person again? And nobody should have to pay a lot of money to answer that question. And sitting across from each other interview style whether it's a dinner or whether it's a coffee, is awkward when you're complete strangers. And you can't kind of get away from that face-to-face if you're sitting at a table across from each other. So if there's silences because you're trying to think of the next thing to say, it's going to be an awkward silence. Making it a walking date means because you're side-by-side, the interaction is a lot more fluid and a lot Mm -hmm. more natural. Mm -hmm. So go to a marina, go walk in a park, somewhere nice and interesting so that you can look at things. Go to a flea market. Go to a zoo. Just go outside and walk and look at things and go to, go, go to a museum. Because if you don't have something to say, at least you have something to look at. And if, you know, the person that you're with, if, if, if the female, I always advise the female to do the first touching. So if she likes him then she should reach out and touch him. Every single time she feels a little something, some fondness happening because he said something that made her happy. He did something that made her happy. She should reach out and touch him because most communication is nonverbal. That touch lets him know without a doubt he's making her happy. Speaking to Chantel Hyde, Canada's dating coach on, on Valentine's Day. Chantel, you mentioned, uh, used an expression a little earlier in our, in our chat tonight, once bitten, twice shy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure probably just about everyone has gotten hurt at some point in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. What if you're, um, if you are feeling like you've, you got burned before, you're hesitant to get into a relationship again because of that? What advice do you give people in that situation? So my advice is to meditate because this frame of mind, this fearful frame of mind is the worst way to start a relationship because what you're doing is you're taking your past and you're vomiting it into your future. And you, if, you're, if you're scared that somebody that you don't even know is going to do something that the last person did, you're not giving them the benefit of the doubt. And so what you need to do is you need to shrink the part of your brain that's associated to fight or flight so that you go not only into this relationship but into this world with more confidence. Okay, we just got one minute left here, Chantal. How about on, on dating sites? Do you have any uh, general tips on people using dating sites right now? We just got a minute here. Uh, for men, when you're responding to a woman, make sure that you're saying something that includes information about her profile, like something that she wrote, not about her pictures, something about what she wrote, because women will process 20,000 words a day. Men will process about five to 7,000. So men, the more words you use, the more likely you are to gain her interest. Women only reply to the men who are obviously reading the words that you say. They're the ones that are actually into who you are and not just into how you look. Okay. That's a good tip for, uh, for the guys out there. You got a quick one for, for women? In 30 Make seconds? Sure, yeah, if, if you're going to reply to somebody, then reply to men that are saying something about your interests, um, making a connection between who okay. they are and what you like. All right. And 
if all they're saying is, hey, how are you? Or you look beautiful, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> if Chantal you're has been... for a relationship, these ones are not looking for a relationship. All they want Thanks. is a booty call. Thanks for coming on tonight.